This is KJZZ's Sun Up. It's your daily news update in podcast form from here in Phoenix on our state and region. Hi again. I'm Phil Latzman, and the, we like to say this podcast is delivered to you as a daily digest of the day's events in Arizona. And welcome to February 2023. It's a hump day, and we're raring to go, so let's get you up to speed on what's going on. Well, Republicans in the Arizona Senate took the first steps towards passing a bare-bones budget that is sure to be rejected by Arizona's newly elected Democratic governor. Ben Giles has the latest from the legislature. The unilateral Republican proposal sidesteps negotiations with Governor Katie Hobbs, who's criticized the GOP spending plan as a do-nothing budget. Democratic Senator Layla Alston said Tuesday it's time for Republicans to reach across the aisle. I think that we need to fairly and openly negotiate with the governor and with the Democrats. We're almost 50 percent of this chamber. Republicans hold slim one-vote majorities in both the state House and Senate and can pass the budget without Democratic input. But a spokeswoman for Hobbs made clear the governor is ready to veto some or all of the GOP spending plan. Ben Giles, KJZZ News, Phoenix. Also yesterday, the Arizona House Education Committee advanced a resolution that would lift the state's school spending limit for this academic year. From the Education Desk, Bridget Dowd reports. Arizona's aggregate expenditure limit puts a cap on how much school districts can spend each year. The legislature made historic investments in public schools last summer, but schools can't spend that money with the cap in place. Republican Representative David Cook introduced a resolution to lift the cap before March 1st. During the committee meeting, Blue Ridge Unified School District Superintendent Michael Wright urged lawmakers to pass that resolution, saying kids would suffer without the promised funding. And the kids that will suffer most will be your vulnerable populations. We have little kids that are picked up on special ed buses daily that receive medical attention, they receive food, supervision, support. They live on the edge. This is about kids, and so I'm trying to step out of the politics. He says the consequences could include massive layoffs and school closures. Bridget Dowd, KJZZ News, Phoenix. California's out with a proposal for cutbacks to the amount of water it uses from the Colorado River. It had been the lone holdout of the seven states trying to make a deal. Alex Hager has details. This proposal comes a day after the other six states that use the river's water agreed to their own. California's would conserve less water and asks federal authorities to respect existing laws for how the river is shared. The proposal is mostly hinged on a plan first announced last October, where California would cut back on its Colorado River use by about 9%. Both California's pitch and the other six-state agreement come as feds are looking for new ways to prop up the nation's largest reservoirs. Climate change is shrinking supplies, and states have been deadlocked over plans to reduce demand. I'm Alex Hager. A bill introduced in the Arizona Senate would pit man against machine, at least when it comes to counting ballots. As Jill Ryan reports, the legislation proposes a recount of a portion of votes cast in the November 2022 general election. Hundreds of ballots would be recounted exclusively in Maricopa County, which has long been criticized by election deniers and conspiracy theorists who claim votes in 2020 and 2022 were rigged. Senate Bill 1471 would require bipartisan volunteers to hand count a select test deck of 2022 ballots. Those same ballots would be also counted by machine, as they already are following elections. Maricopa County recorder Stephen Richer, who fiercely defended the county's elections, supports the 
bill. Richer, who is a Republican, said in a statement that the test would prove that machine tabulation is highly accurate, free of bias, and fast. Jill Ryan, KJZZ News, Phoenix. Well, this week, the Biden administration announced emergency declarations tied to the COVID pandemic will end on May 11th. And from the Frontierist Task in Tucson, Elisa Resnick reports Title 42 began restricting asylum at the border in the name of protecting public health. That was almost three years ago. Aaron Reichland Melnick with the American Immigration Council says now Title 42 can end in two ways. First, the CDC director can determine that there is no longer a need for Title 42 and terminate it that way. The Biden administration tried to end Title 42 that way last spring, but a GOP-led lawsuit kept it in place. But Reichland Melnick says now the health emergency it's tied to is also expiring. When May 11th hits, that means that the best reading of the law is that Title 42 will terminate as soon as the public health emergency terminates. He says it's still unclear whether or how new lawsuits could spring up to keep it in place. Elisa Resnick, KJZZ News, Tucson. Well, starting this weekend, Super Bowl-related events will kick off in downtown Phoenix in advance of the game on the 12th of February. As Christina Astor supports, among the crowds will be bomb technicians and canines. Every event venue requests bomb sweeps, says Phoenix Police Commander Brian Lee. To meet demand across the valley, out-of-state and federal partners will provide resources. This includes 117 bomb technicians that will be being brought in from various areas to support the region. 104 additional explosive device canine handlers. And we're also going to have uh, continuing ongoing support from local and federal partners, including the FBI, the ATF. He says the TSA will have 10 canine teams working light rail. Daily sweeps for explosives will be conducted at the rail yard, as well as the platform nearest the Footprint Center and Convention Center. Christina Estes, KJZZ News, Phoenix. Rental cars can be a hard item to get. Last month, travelers reported hours-long wait times for cars at Phoenix Sky Harbor Airport. Now imagine the demand for the upcoming Super Bowl, which is happening the same weekend as the Waste Management Phoenix Open. Greg Honey has more on the demand for rental cars. Car rental company Hertz says it's ramped up staffing to support the Super Bowl weekend crush beginning late next week. Hertz spokesperson Lauren Luster said the company expects to serve thousands of people and are bringing in cars from elsewhere to stock its fleet. Enterprise Rent-A-Car recommends reserving as soon as possible and said in a statement the highest demand is for large-capacity vehicles like SUVs, but availability is limited. Sky Harbor reported more than 12,000 rental cars were returned the Monday after the last Super Bowl in Arizona in 2015. Greg Hani, KJZZ News, Phoenix. The State Senate Judiciary Committee will vote this week on a bill that would expand the definition of, quote, adult cabaret to include drag performances. LGBTQ advocates say even if it doesn't pass, SB 1028 promotes harmful attitudes towards drag performers and events. Kirsten Dorman has more. Jean Woodbury with Equality Arizona says this bill and others like it promote the harassment of drag performers. It disrupts real cultural value and it legitimizes real harassment that's happening on an ongoing basis. Michelle Miranda Thorstad is the executive director of Drag Story Hour Arizona, which has promoted early literacy since 2019. At a panel on drag's history in Arizona, she said story hours have faced protests from the start. They make drag seem like an adult thing, but really when we're in the story hour, it's 
100% for children. Woodbury says she hopes for a shift in understanding toward drag by highlighting its history and what it is today. Kirsten Dorman, KJZZ News, Phoenix. Well, Mexico's president has broken with a longtime political ally from the front terrorist task in Hermosillo. Murphy Woodhouse reports. Cuauhtémoc Cárdenas, son of former President Lázaro Cárdenas, whose progressive reforms included the nationalization of Mexico's oil resources, is one of the country's most important figures on the left. He ran for president on several occasions and founded the Democratic Revolution Party, or PRD. He was reportedly a political mentor of sorts to current President Andrés Manuel López Obrador, who led the PRD and then ran for president himself under its banner. But now AMLO, as the president is known, acknowledged to a reporter Tuesday that he considers Cárdenas a political adversary. AMLO was responding to Cárdenas's decision to support a new opposition group calling itself the Collective for Mexico. Murphy Woodhouse, KJCC News, Hermosillo. In sports basketball, winners of 6 of 7, the Suns go for another tonight. They'll host the Atlanta Hawks, the last home game before a five-game road trip. For the Suns, are getting healthier, but they're still without All-Star Devin Booker, who is nursing a groin injury in hockey. The Coyotes still off for the NHL All-Star break. They will resume Monday when they host Minnesota. And that does it for this Wednesday edition of KJZZ's Sun Up, Arizona's morning news podcast on this February the 1st. I'm Phil Latzman. Thanks for listening. And we will indeed do this again tomorrow.